Welcome to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. My name is Lonnie Mitchell, and I'm a self-love and mindset coach for overwhelmed moms and women craving more. This woman is ready to rediscover herself, love herself, and become her best self to step into the confident badass she knows she is. Each week, I'll be giving you tips and tools on everything mindset, self-love, healthy habits, and more. So if you're ready to release all that no longer serves you, break free from your limiting beliefs, and become aligned in mind, body, and spirit to become your most confident self, let's get into it. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Weightless Warrior Podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be sharing with you some things that you may not have heard before. It may also go against the grain a little bit here. So I guarantee you, you're going to get value from this episode. And I can't wait to hear what your biggest takeaway is. So let's get right into it. Now, in a previous episode, I talked about my three steps to self-love, accept, approve, admire. So we're going to be talking about that first one today, accept. However, though these are the three steps to self-love, there is one huge, massive step that you need to take. And oftentimes, this is the scariest step to take on your self-love journey. That step, drumroll please, is awareness. Because you cannot change what you are not even aware of. So let's say whenever someone tells you, hey, you just need to like chill out a little bit. And all they may be meaning is that you seem tense and you know, it's okay, everything's gonna be fine. But to you, that may sound the alarm. It may trigger the heck out of you and you don't know why. So every time it happens, you just freaking feel like you're bipolar maybe even. And just why am I getting so upset over this? Why am I letting it affect me more than I know that it should? Even if I know it's someone who doesn't have bad intentions, why am I still letting it affect me? So now you've heard the podcast, you've heard the webinars, the seminars, the YouTube videos, all that. And they're saying, say your affirmations. So you start saying, I am calm. I'm in control of my emotions. I am relaxed, right? Because they're telling you to chill out. So you're affirming the opposite of that. But now every time someone says, hey, Lisa, it's okay. Just chill out. Everything's fine. You internalize and that trigger comes back up and you start affirming. I don't care how many coaches, how many gurus, how many whatevers tell you to just affirm it or that, you know, you can just make a simple switch and everything's going to be fine and you are in control of your emotions at that very state and all you need to do is pick a more positive thought and all this stuff. Like, yes, those tools are great. I'm not doubting them. I'm not trying to poo-poo them. However, if you do not identify where this trigger is coming from, it's going to be like the boogeyman under the bed where you're constantly wondering like, oh my God, is it there? Is it gonna come back up again? Like, and you're freaking out until you shine the light on it and realize there's actually nothing there. So you can also think of it like those whack-a-mole games, right? Every time the trigger comes up, you're like, whack-a-mole. Okay, I'm gonna say my affirmation. No, I am chill. No, I am smart. No, I am intelligent. I am beautiful, right? And you're affirming all these different things whenever these triggers come up. Whereas if you identify what that mole is actually representing, you take the power away and you're not so afraid of when is it gonna pop up again. In fact, you actually flip the off switch. Now, some little motherfucker may come up and put that switch back on, right? But now you'll be able to say, well, I know you though. I've seen you before and I know what you're about and I know what you're trying to teach me right now. Okay, 
I'm fine with it. And you whack it and it goes away because now you have the power and you're able to whack that mole down without being emotionally charged to it because you know what it is. So now that you know why awareness is so important, let's learn how to become more aware. A lot of people say meditation calms me, it helps me relax, it helps me to connect with myself, and those are all great. Meditation is also great for being able to slow down long enough to see what are you actually thinking about. Because so often we are just going through the day and we're pretty much on autopilot. And in fact, 95% of our thoughts are repetitive. They're the same thoughts we had the day before and the day before that. So we're running on autopilot. So if you can sit down or even doing a walking meditation, if maybe you're not at the sit down aspect yet, which is totally fine, just use that to become more aware of what are the thoughts that are coming up for me right now, right? Journaling is also a really great tool to use. Just doing a brain dump in the morning, in the evening, whenever you're feeling a little overwhelmed. So that way you can see on paper, what is it? that exactly I'm thinking of. And it allows you even to have that distance between you and your thoughts because so often we have a thought and we program that into our identity, right? So something might trigger us and say someone's like, oh my God, you're so stupid. Like, will you stop, right? And they're just meaning it as a joke, but we may have a core wound of that. A subconscious memory where someone said that when we were younger and we took it seriously and thought, oh my God, am I actually stupid? So then if someone says to that says that to us jokingly, we might then go and have that thought of, well, am I actually stupid crap? You know, maybe I shouldn't talk as much when I'm around people. Like, what if I say the wrong thing? What if people actually do think I'm stupid? So you can see here that you are not actually your thought. Your thoughts have come from situations and circumstances before. An event occurs, we have a thought, and then that thought produces a feeling, which then that feeling produces an action, and then that action produces another thought. And we just go and in circles and circles with this merry-go-round, essentially. The more you can become aware of the thoughts, the more you can recognize, I actually am not this thought. I am the observer of this thought, because if you can say, oh my gosh, I'm thinking that I'm so stupid right now. You're noticing the thought you are having. Therefore, you are not the actual thought. Therefore, it is not your identity. You are not the identity of your thoughts. You are the watcher, the observer of your thoughts. And guess what? You are the fucking bouncer at the club. You get to choose what thoughts enter and which ones don't. So decide right now what kind of atmosphere you want in your club. Now, this could be a dancing club, it could be a beach club, whatever you want, whatever fits your vibe. But you are the gatekeeper, you are the bouncer, and you get to decide which thoughts come in, which thoughts don't. That is why awareness is so important. So whether you use meditation, whether you use journaling, whether you are just slowing down in the day-to-day -day and becoming more aware of, okay, what is the thought I'm actually having towards this? When you get triggered even, right? When you get triggered, take a moment and say, okay, I'm feeling some kind of way right now. What is it that I'm truly thinking? What is it that I am truly feeling? And that awareness is going to help you recognize what your limiting beliefs are, what your core wounds are, what have been your survival tactics, what has been your survival mindset. 
Because essentially, all those things is what makes up your personality. So the really cool thing is, you may have this identity where you feel like, oh my god, I never fit in, I've never fit in, I'm such a loser. People, some people find me hilarious, but most people think I'm just crazy and I've just never been that person to fit in and it's whatever, right? So you may have this identity, but you get to choose if you want to keep that identity because now you know that that identity was created from some situation long ago probably but the cool thing is we have this thing called the RAS the reticular activating system which essentially says or programs into our mindset of hey you're telling me I'm not good enough okay well I'm gonna start looking for ways to prove that true because we like to be right right so it's the same thing of you know if you buy say a, a blue car And then all of a sudden you're seeing everyone else who has a blue car, but yet you've never recognized that before. They were always there. It's just you weren't necessarily paying attention to it because it wasn't important to you. So this core wound, this core memory became so important to you because it was so painful. So of course you didn't want to experience it again, but because it was important to you, because it was painful, then what your brain does is look for more ways to see that and also prove ourselves true right so you can choose to heal that memory to rewrite that story but also choose a new identity the identity you have now does not have to be the one that you continue to have and this is where the acceptance comes in because we oftentimes say oh my gosh i am so stuck i hate this like i just want to be a better version of myself i want to eat healthy i want to have more patience i want to feel light and free and you know just feel peace and freedom and be able to be who i am without caring what others think i want to be able to set a boundary without worrying about the consequences i want to stop people pleasing so what do we eventually do in those situations we often turn to fitness because how we look on the outside is often a reflection of how we feel on the inside right and so i'm not saying that that means you have to have a six-pack if you know you're feeling amazing on the inside absolutely not health looks different on every single body but you can tell right like you can tell if someone's glowing if someone's smile is really authentic or genuine or if they're trying to fake it and that's what i'm meaning our outside reflection of our body is a reflection of the inside so it's so much easier to see the difference on the outside so we turn to fitness often right and getting your body right yes that is important it's good for your confidence it helps with your health everything like that but it's also important to be working on the inside as well the problem is working on our mindset isn't as obvious as if we are hitting the gym every day and eating clean so you can take a snapshot of how you look today and then eat clean work out for three four months And then you're going to see an obvious difference unless you're holding, of course, on to emotional trauma in the form of where it's manifested as physical weight, which can happen. That's actually happened to myself and so many other women that I know. But I'm going to digress from that. Usually, if you are doing the quote-unquote typical work, you're going to see a difference and you have that before and after picture. But unless you're getting an MRI scan, you don't have that for if you're doing the inner deep soul work. However you can still see a difference. If you do this deep inner work for three, six months and you look back 
you will see a difference in your life because you will start attracting better people into your life. You will start responding to things differently. I've had some clients where they're like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure that I've, I've seen much of a change. And then I said, okay, cool. Um, do me a favor and go back to week one. And remember, I told you to write down all the things that you're feeling right now. And they'll say, oh my God, I was binge eating and I feel like crap about myself. I'm so not comfortable in my skin. I have no idea how to say no to other people. And I'm just so frustrated with everything in my life right now. And then they'll say, oh my gosh, I can't remember the last time I've actually binged eat. And I just set a boundary with my mom, like, two weeks ago and it felt amazing and I'm responding way more calmly to situations now and I'm not taking things as personally and I'm not getting triggered as easily. So with this mindset and healing work, you often have to look back to see how far you have come. Now, let's get into the (laughs) the acceptance. I really went off on a tangent with the awareness, but it is so, so important, right? So we're going to touch on the acceptance now though. Because like I said, so many people turn to to fitness for the reasons that I mentioned before. The thing is, is if you are going to the gym to feel lovable because you don't feel like you're lovable unless you're a smaller size or because you're so uncomfortable in your body and you just, you want to escape your body. So you're willing to do anything to escape it, whether it's surgery, whether it's just going to the gym, you know, whatever it is, you're doing this from a place not of self-love but of fixing yourself. Same thing with plastic surgery, right? Maybe you want a boob job or a tummy tuck. And if you're doing that, thinking, oh my god, I'm so uncomfortable with this. I hate the way I look. You know, I'm just going to go get a nose job. You're doing it from the place of self-hatred or a lack of self-love. And so when you do that, you're always going to find something else to nitpick on. I'm not saying this to say that your feelings aren't valid. We all have things that we're insecure about, right? And that's totally okay. But when we go and take action from a place of trying to fix ourselves, that's where it gets dangerous. That's where it gets tricky. And that's often actually where this roller coaster, especially of yo-yo dieting, which again, this isn't a weight loss, a weight loss po- um, podcast, but we do talk about being healthy in mind and body and soul. And that's one of the things a lot of women struggle with, myself included in the past, where when we feel down on ourselves, we start emotionally eating or we go on this on this yo-yo diet, essentially because we're like, oh my God, I just hate the way I look. And so we go on this crash diet and we're like, I just want to get this weight off as quickly as possible. And then what happens? Something in our life happens that triggers us, life gets overwhelming. And we're back to doing the same thing that we did again. And then now we're back to feeling like shit about ourselves. Whereas if you can accept and love who you are and come into your fitness journey, come into your health journey, come into whatever journey it is, even if it's building a business, right? And come at it from a place of love and a lifestyle, you are going to see so much greater results. And not only that, it's you're going to be consistent with it. And you're going to have those long-term results because you are choosing to make this your new identity. So instead of saying, oh my God, I feel so stupid. Let me like do all these different webinars that I can. Can you accept that you're learning every day and come at it from this different energy, right? So instead of 
going to a webinar thinking, oh my God, I have to learn this because I feel so stupid and you're overwhelmed and so you can't actually retain anything. You show up instead excited to learn. Instead of showing up for your gym class saying, I have to kill 600 calories today because man, I ate so much yesterday. Instead of with that energy showing up of, I love to move my body because it makes me feel good and I'm excited for this class today because it's going to make me feel stronger at the end of it. And you know what? Working out four to five times a week, like that's who I am now. And that's just my lifestyle. And I enjoy having this lifestyle, enjoy having a healthy lifestyle and also taking care of myself mentally and emotionally and spiritually as well. Do you see how your body is going to respond so much more differently to those thoughts? Because your thoughts make you sick. Your thoughts can also heal you. If you've never seen the water or the rice experiment, I highly suggest you go Google that right after this podcast. Your thoughts quite literally change your chemical structure or change the cells within your body. So the way you speak to yourself affects how you actually show up. That's why some people, they can eat the same exact food and someone will gain weight and someone won't. Because if you constantly look at food saying, oh my God, every time I eat, there I go, I get fat, your body is going to feel that, absorb it, and start creating that as your reality, okay? That being said, I'm not saying that you can just say, oh my gosh, eating tacos every day makes me skinny and you're going to lose 10 pounds in the next 10 days. I'm not saying that. There's a lot of other factors as well, but that is a reality. Your change, the cellular structure of your body. So how do you actually accept yourself, right? So you may be sitting here thinking, okay, Lonnie, I get it. I'm going to accept and love my body the way it is. I am going to accept and love the fact that, you know, I am maybe a people pleaser and what people say to me affects me a little bit more than I would like, right? I'm not actually saying you have to love that at all. You, self-love is not loving every single aspect of yourself. Self-love is recognizing that even with those shadows, even with the things you don't like, you are still worthy as you are. So what I am asking you to do is learn to accept those things about yourself. And what you do or how you do that is by loving yourself through those shadows. So for example, if someone triggers you and you know maybe you're feeling like oh my gosh they don't care about me and now you're feeling like god why am i so needy why do i always have to go to this worst case scenario and then i overthink things and god i hate that i overthink it's so annoying like i wish i wasn't like that instead of berating yourself ask yourself okay can i just accept that this is a part of who i am right now this is how i respond to these situations? Can I accept that about myself? And can I still recognize that I'm lovable? I'm still lovable with that aspect of myself, right? I'm still enough. Or now that it's coming into summer, right? And there's a lot of you moms who are nervous to be in that one piece even, but especially in that bikini. And you may even see other moms covering up because they're afraid to show their bodies. Can you be with yourself and say, you know what, even though I may have the C-section scar, I may have these tiger stripes, there's, you know, maybe I'd like my boobs to be a little bit perkier. Can I recognize that there's certain aspects of myself I don't necessarily love, but can I recognize that I'm still lovable with that? 
So instead of immediately going into, oh my God, I got to learn to be more patient. Oh my God, I got to go to the gym. Oh my God, I got to learn to stop overthinking. Instead of going into fix it mode, can you just sit with yourself through those shadows and ask, is it possible for me to still learn to love myself right now? Is it still possible for me to feel like I am enough right now? And start building upon that to where you can say, look, I feel this way right now. I feel like a little uncomfortable in my body, but I am still lovable. I am still worthy. The more and more you do this, the more you're going to begin to accept yourself for who you are. And guess what? When you accept yourself for who you are, it actually becomes so much easier to step into that version of who you want to be because you are no longer coming out at a place where you're butting heads, right? What we resist persists. So if you are resisting the person you are now, it's like there's this energetic force, like a bungee cord around your stomach pulling you back of like, no, you're, you're resisting this. So you're staying here until you can recognize you're enough just as you are. You deserve to be that person you want to be and you're going to become her. But until you recognize that you're still enough right now, you don't need to become that person to be lovable. You don't need to become that person to be enough. Until you can learn that, you're going to stay right here. But once you do learn that, who you are going to take off, right? So I'll give you a quick example. I tried for like 10 years to lose weight and I did the CrossFit. I ate right. Like I did all these other different things too. I tried all the pills, potions, patches, everything. Like I was trying it all. Okay. It wasn't until I made those changes of looking at my lifestyle as that, a lifestyle instead of, okay, I just need to get skinny. So I'm going to do everything I can. No, it was, you know what? I want to be healthy, but more than, you know, getting healthy to lose weight, I want to just be healthy overall and emotionally and mentally and spiritually. So I started working out, not thinking about the calories I was burning, not thinking about, okay, how am I going to look tomorrow? But just to have the workout, to move my body. But then I also started healing, right? So I did hire a personal trainer for three months and I think I lost about 10 pounds um, and then I started traveling and y'all I was not keeping up with workouts I was certainly not eating right like <laughs> I would find you know a Burger King I would eat pizza on the beach like a whole one so it's not like I was doing things that were necessarily healthy anymore for my body um, because I was just more concerned with taking in all the pretty sights but I started doing the healing work. There was a month where I spent just doing the healing work. And again, I, I wasn't necessarily eating the cleanest because y'all, I was trying to do it on the cheap too. So ramen was kind of a go-to. <laughs> but in doing that healing work, I lost another 10 pounds and it came off so much more quickly. When I was eating healthy, when I was tracking things, when I was working out every day, it took me three months to lose those 10 pounds. But when I spent one month working on healing, working on accepting who I was and realizing and learning that I am enough, even though, because I hated, I hated who I had become because I turned into a hard ass, okay? Life had hardened me. And I did not like that. That's not who I was. So I kept trying to change myself and get back to that previous version of myself. But when I just accepted, hey, 
this is how you're feeling right now and it's okay and I'm going to hold space for you to feel that way because you've been beating yourself up this whole time. Instead of accepting that you were upset, some shit happened that was not okay, instead of allowing yourself to feel through those emotions, you've been beating yourself up. So let's just sit down for a moment and recognize how we're feeling and just accept it and be okay with it right now and not rush the process. So here's the thing, you may feel like you're broken, but I promise you, you are not. You might be a little fractured, like just a little bit, but here's the thing, you need those shadows to see where the light is shining. I'm going to say that again, you need the shadows to see where the light is shining. Look, I don't care what fucking fancy phone you have or how, how high you have the screen brightness, if that light is shining right on you, if that sunshine is right on you, you cannot read that phone. You need to go step in the shade to be able to read that text message, check your TikTok, check the Instagram, post the picture, and make sure you're typing the right hashtags, whatever it is. You need that shadow to be able to do that. Just like you need that contrast within your within your life to show you, here is where you need to heal. And none of us are perfect. So all of us are going to have that shadow. Okay. Again, it's can you love yourself as that shadow comes up? Can you not try to fix yourself right away, but instead say, hey, welcome. What what can you teach me right now about myself? And knowing that you are still worthy as you are. You don't need to fix yourself. And we talked before about like in the very first episode, how a lot of people are afraid to do that. They're afraid to say, you know, no, I don't need to fix myself. I can accept myself as I am right now because then they think that they're going to end up being complacent or that they're not going to grow. But that is further from the truth. The, again, it comes down to what you're resisting. So if you're resisting where you are right now, you are actually slowing your progress to where you want to be. It's like those toy cars. So if you have kids, you probably know what I'm talking about. It's like those toy cars that you set down, you pull it back, and then it takes off, right? We need to take a moment to pull things back a bit, go into that past, not to live there, but to see where are these thoughts, where are these limiting beliefs coming from? So we can look under the bed and identify that boogeyman and say, oh, okay, I see where you're coming from. And now that I know what this is, it's not that scary because we fear the unknown. So if you can shine the light on that, shine the light on the shadow, bring it up to say, oh, I recognize you now. And you know what? Now that I know what this is, it's not as scary. And I can take back my power and I'm still lovable, right? Because you are not just your reactions. Again, you are a mix of this programming, these conditions that have been placed upon you by society, by your parents. You have these limiting beliefs that you've picked up, right? So it is this mix that's coming up as you can become aware and as you can identify those and say, you know what? It's it's actually not my fault that I'm like this and now I know where it's coming from. So can you give yourself the grace to recognize you are still lovable just as you are and learning that radical self-acceptance and then again when you're seeing these shadows for what they actually are then you have more of that power to say you know what I want better for myself and I'm actually going to shift this now. So this podcast ended up going 
way later <laughs> than I thought it would. I ended up going way more in depth than I thought I would. But you know what? That's, that's the beauty of this as well, right? Following your intuition. And I hope that you got value out of this podcast. If you did, I would really appreciate if you take the five seconds to give it a review. And until next time, I am sending you so, so, so much love. Please take a few moments out of your week this week to learn that radical self-acceptance. It takes time. It takes practice. It's a muscle just like anything else. So please, as you're going through your journey, recognize you are unlearning and unbaggaging. I don't know if that's really a word, but you know what I mean. You're dealing with a lot of shit and it's going to take time. So give yourself patience as you're unlearning this person you have become and transforming into that person you want to be. Thank you for listening to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. I hope you got value out of this episode. And if you did, I would love and appreciate so much if you would take 30 seconds to click that review button on Spotify to give this podcast a review and share on Instagram what your biggest takeaway was with hashtag Weightless Warrior. Until next time, go love yourself fiercely and unapologetically. Oh,